Hello, this is the Rather Righteous Records Podcast. My name is Joey, and I'm here with my friend, I mean my pet, Joseph. Pet? And, uh... Save that for later, dude. We have a fun album today. It's by a band called the Dillinger Escape Plan. The album's called Option Paralysis. So the band originally started under the name Arcane, and a man named... So, so the name's Arcane? <laughs> oh, man. I hadn't said anything yet. I wanted to contribute. You did a great job. Thanks. Oh, yeah, we don't have a guest today. Yeah, no guest. No guest. It's been uh, seven months since we did it. We don't have any friends. <laughs> we lost them. They listened to the others and realized we're a bunch of retards. So, <laughs> here we are. Um, ben Weineman. He is a guitar player and the only original member of the band. That is, well, the band doesn't exist anymore. They ended in 2016. Rip. They started in 1997, so almost 20 years. I didn't know that he was the only member that say the inherit time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. Um, the name came from, they had a friend who basically came up with it after watching a documentary about John Dillinger, who is a bank robber who escaped prison multiple times, and he's was, he was very successful at it. He's an example of what you want to be if you are a criminal. Did you know that... Ozzy started as a thief, by the way. I, I'm not shocked. I was listening to him, or I was listening to Henry Rollins talk about that, and apparently Ozzy was like, I, I was a thief, man. I was a crap thief. I kept getting caught. <laughs> I can't do the Ozzy voice, but it's very hard to do. But yeah, so... Sharon! <laughs> um, another member worth mentioning would be Greg Cruciato. He joined in 2001 when their original singer left. I don't remember why. And wasn't uh, the dude from Faith No More in there for a bit, too? That might have been their original singer. Oh, or a temporary replacement. What I actually missed that D2. I but he's super good. He's yeah, he's cool, man. The Faith No More is crazy. Dude. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Um, yeah. You, yeah. I, I want you to get to the antics, man. Like the stage antics of this. Oh, yeah. For anybody who doesn't know about Dillinger. Get in there. Yeah. That would be here. I gotta be patient. We are up here. I'm sorry. You, you came in with a run sheet and I'm just interrupting you. Okay, so... Um, another interesting thing that they did is, whenever Pusciato joined, they did record two Black Flag covers of Damaged 1 and 2. We have not yet listened to them, but it will definitely happen. Is it out there? I, I, we're gonna find it. Sick. And you know, we'll, we'll put in like a link to that or something. We're we both do bl find it. Black Flag fans in case nobody knew that. Yeah. He had romantic relations with Henry Rollins. Um, um, we took a picture together at a show. So yeah, the band recorded, <laughs> band recorded three albums under record label uh, Relapse Records. Well, they became very dissatisfied with the current state of the music genre and I think you mean industry, industry, whatever, Sorry. everything. Um, yeah, they just weren't happy with business, which I don't blame them. Is anybody? Yeah, business <laughs> is kind of stupid. So they left their record label and started their own called party smasher incorporated in 2009 and that is where this album came to play right after that and that was the first record on there right yes yeah and uh so uh, i've read a little bit about this because we've talked about doing this album for like since we started this podcast and uh apparently ben was it how do you pronounce it Wyman? yeah something like that he uh said in an interview we don't know how to actually run a label. This is just an excuse for the umbrella of things that I do or that Dillinger people do. And I was like, oh, sounds a lot like what a study kind of is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, we, we have the same philosophy, man. Hashtag, but, hashtag relatable. Yeah. 
But now on to the music. Uh, organized chaos seems to be the most common word thrown around with them. Um, according to the members of the band, everything is very deliberate. Even though there's a lot of notes and sanity and time changes, it's um, it's very musical and detailed. It's yeah, definitely cathartic. And uh, like our, my brother Caleb, who has some music on the label, and he'll probably be on this eventually. He listens to some heavy stuff. I don't like heaviness in the same way that Joey or him do, but I have. I think the penultimate album that these guys did, the album after this, One of Us is the Killer. Is that the next one? Yes. So yeah, that's the only album that I've ever had by them, but even not listening to very much proper metal or anything like that, that album has so much depth and form that I like. Yeah. So, I don't know, they're they're different. Well, I will say, like, vocal-wise, this isn't typical. It's not just some guy screaming. He's... <laughs> His voice, his, yeah, his, his voice is insane, dude. He can do some really powerful notes, and yeah, he he can actually sing. It's a wonder he still can after listening to it. But I mean, I've only heard that one record, and yeah. then uh, the single off of this one. Yeah. Okay. Farewell, Mona Lisa. Yeah, yeah it's the first song. And um, yeah, man. So we're gonna go listen to this. Um, I've heard it a shit ton. Joseph doesn't really know it. Like I said, I know that one first tune, but now that I think about it, I don't think I've heard that one in a long time either. Uh, it's probably hard to remember if you've only heard it once. Cause... No, for a little bit I was, I was, cause I, ah, it doesn't matter. So yeah, we're gonna listen to it. Oh wait, stage antics. They're nuts. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they would like cut yeah. themselves up. I saw once that apparently Greg. Pusciato, the singer, like, pooped yeah. in his hand at a festival and, like, <laughs> threw it at everybody. And, uh, I mean, we watched that one performance they did for, what, the Golden God Awards or something? Oh, yeah, yeah. Where he just ripped his face down the middle and, That's like, right. blew from a flamethrower and pushed the drums over while the drummer's still going. I've heard stories of them, like, putting daggers at the ends of their guitars. Oh, yeah. Jumping into the pit seeing what happens. Shooting off fireworks. And, and that makes them sound super edgelordy, which, I mean, they probably are and or were. <laughs> but even then, not many bands these days do that kind of shit. Which, Actually, not many bands ever in the history of bands probably ever did that. So I, I think that's probably good. <laughs> I I mean, I don't even like moshing. Is, is it coming from that classical background? But even whenever we played in a death metal band, I would just watch people. And I mean, Kaylin makes fun of me for that. Just like sitting there with my hand on my chin, just nodding. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Alright, yeah. going to listen to this shit. That was a way shorter intro than the other ones. I guess it kind of helps not having Trent here. <laughs> you can't smoke in here, dude. I like smoking with Shaker Witch. It's fun to do bad things. Yeah, man. It's fun to do bad things. That was nuts. Dude. Dude, yeah, so yeah, we just listened to it. Like, it just finished probably like not even a minute ago. Yeah. So. We're still in shock. Um, I don't know, I've heard it a lot, but sitting down and listening to it in an enclosed room is much different than listening to it at the gym. So Yeah, uh, that's definitely an album that, I mean, that's the whole point of doing something like this, giving yourself that forced sit down, let this thing be what you're doing for 40 minutes. Yeah, it was, it was cool, man. It's very deeply emotional, and again, I don't think that Somebody hears about a band like that, it's like, oh, they, they cut themselves up on stage and run around. It, it, you don't give them credit 
for their actual ability. But there's so much skill and hard work that goes into making something like this. The production is crazy. I think, I think it's awesome, dude. Yeah, it's all sounds really real. You yeah. Can, you can hear the room. And uh, it mentioned, it's, it's mentioned in here that uh, Ben Weinman, he considers himself to have contributed sound design to it, which you can hear like a lot in the first and last tracks. Oh, the, yeah. The glasses and the people talking and... Yeah. Uh, oh man, there's so much that I want to. Oh, you, you you can hear like them unplugging the guitars. Don't and shit. you? Yeah, like... Feedback. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. There's so much to like. Here, let, jump let's jump out with this. Let's continue with the sounds that we heard. Um, I heard a lot of harmonizing, like sound effects that harmonized with the vocals. Yeah, and I think that yeah. a lot of them were vocals because they the way that they layer his vocals are really interesting too. There's yeah, always yeah. a def, the very clear lead line, but they also have a lot of really quiet. Yeah, yeah it sounds vocals. like there was a lot of tracking done. Mm -hmm. Like there, there was not one single vocal track ever in this thing. And uh, I've never heard him do falsetto that I can remember, but in that last song, he starts to like, it sounds like his voice cracks, and so he just has to keep going in falsetto. I don't know if that was on purpose or not, but it was really effective. Yeah, he has a real, so it's really good as far as being in tune and clear and yeah. sounds good, but it still just sounds like he's like struggling almost, but it, like for an emotional yeah. effect, not it's, like he sucks. Yeah, it's, it's, it's an effect. So if you, if you, I don't know how people would ever listen I don't know if people, if they, whenever they listen to this, if they like actually stop when we do and listen to the album, or if they just listen to the whole thing, or if they listen yeah. to it at all. So if, if you haven't listened to it yet, it's we're talking about pretty much the end of the album, the tune Parasitic Twins. It's like the end of that track, which is the last track on the record, where you get like, goes like, ah! Yeah, it's, it's different, man. Oh, uh, man. And it also sounded like on that track, at first I thought it was supposed to represent thunderclouds, and I don't, I don't know if that's what it was, or what it also, you know, they're like, it sounded like yeah, it could have been yeah. like a floor tom that was like clipped out of its mind. I don't know. I have no but you know what I'm talking about, though, right? Yeah, I don't know what the fuck they did, dude. This is all. Yeah. Any audio production fans out there, if you listen to Parasitic Twins, that there's like this uh, obligato pattern that goes on like, really quietly in the background, so. My guess is that it's some super clipped tom, like a floor tom. Uh, if you want to argue with me about it, uh, put it in the comments or something. Um, yeah, but, oh man, that was... Going just off of this first listen, I, I do like this better than the other album that I've heard by them all the way through. I like this yeah. genuinely better than one of us is the killer. Not that there's anything wrong with that one, but just so much was done in this one. Yeah, yeah. Like, in... No, uh, yeah, you can tell with every part, it was deliberate. Yeah. Like, even in the drums, you know, it doesn't sound like he's just randomly hitting shit in time. Oh, like, man, those drums... They, like, are... I think those parts were mapped out, like, hit by hit. Yeah, seeing sheet music for this would be crazy. <laughs> yeah, even the guitar, I mean, a lot of it just sounds like he's sporadically hitting shit, but <laughs> it, it's actually consistent, it, it just makes sense. I don't know. It's weird, man. Yeah, they have they have a very noticeable. It's not a verse chorus verse chorus kind of structure, but hearing this again, I'm just going completely off of these two albums and like yeah. how it functioned with this. So somebody's gonna please argue with me. Like you haven't heard all six or the EPs. You don't know, but uh, 
No, I've I've heard all their albums and mm. the this one's definitely a standout, I would say. Oh, okay, cool. Um but there's a pattern where they they take small sections and then they repeat them and with yeah. the vocal line he doesn't repeat the same thing all the time, but there are parts where that same vocal line is put over other sections and they have things that repeat similarly yeah, to other yeah. other parts. I, I hear a structure in it. Yeah. Honestly, I feel like on this album they may have used the same formula for a lot of the songs. It in these these formulas that you're talking about sound yeah. similar to one of us as a killer in a lot of them. Obviously not yeah, all of them. Yeah. Like the oh man, I really want I I don't again I don't know how to go through all of this, but gold teeth on a bum. I think that was that might be my favorite track. Of yeah, those are one of my favorites, now. dude. It's the, the, the high notes in there. Yeah, the third track on the record. So, um, I've seen live videos of them and I've heard a few other singles, but again, I'm going mostly off these two albums. That's the highest note that I've ever heard him sing. It's um a D five, which is somewhat common for tenors in this yeah. scene of music, but I've never heard him sing that in anything else. For his kind of voice, it's shocking. Yeah, no, and, yeah. and you can feel it too. It's really... Yeah, about effective. that, dude, the dynamics in this whole album, like... Uh, I would say, like... <laughs> it's weird to call music like this dynamic. Well, so well something... I, I don't know if it was just because we were sitting here listening to it or if it was legit, but I feel like each song had different dynamic contrast you know like i widower in the sixth track yeah that one i felt was it had the loudest peak throughout the whole album oh that that song uh man that was a uh, the one with the piano and a bunch yeah of piano intro real soft and yeah then... that's that's something else that i thought was really cool that you know what you're expecting whenever you pop this in if you, yeah. you didn't just buy it off of a shelf because you thought the cover looked cool which is easy to do too, but um, so yeah, I know that they have random soft bits. They they have some random thing like that yeah. in most of their songs, but this yeah. song starts soft and then it stays as a ballad. It doesn't just break off. Yeah, no, a minute it's in really and it's, catchy and kind of poppy. In yeah, a way. it almost that's yeah. what I was thinking until, up yeah. until the like four minute mark. Whenever it goes to yeah, uh, yeah, it, it's genuinely sounds like something that could almost be on the radio if, if like it got in the hands of uh i don't uh, know they a, did a radio edit a multi-button <laughs> drive producer yeah it's yeah. it's it's not it's not for the radio but it's it's melodic and it's really uh, catchy like you you can actually just memorize the words and sing along to it pretty easily yeah. and props to that pianist too <laughs> i don't know who did that man it, it says i don't know anything about the dude but uh, uh so it's not a member of the band no it's his name is mike garson at first i thought one of the members could know piano enough, but then some yeah. of those licks came in. I was like, oof. Yeah, this guy maybe, sounds like a pro. Maybe still. I mean, but some guys can do that still, but I don't the, know. I mean, this whole band, they, those guys are on top of their stuff. Uh, Liam Wilson, I think that's the same basis in the other one. So, yeah, he's been in there since, uh, I want to say their second album. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, I, I might be wrong, but... I'm probably wrong, actually. But <laughs> uh, is there anything else in particular that you want to say? I'm not saying. Oh, well, you... you were reading the lyrics the whole time. What? Yeah. Okay. Um. I mean, I know what I know, but yeah, it's uh, that's something else that I thought was interesting. Uh, his lyrics remind me of, of kind of like poetry 
sometimes. And, and, and I know that's a dumb thing to say. I need to clarify better, but I'm still kind of just in shock. Um, it actually kind of reminds me of the way that Zoe writes her poetry, where it feels like some lines are just kind of like, this is a line that you tacked on a wall, and you're like, yeah. this sounds powerful. It's something that you would just say to somebody, and they'd be like, are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> so the then especially whenever you're in a band like this it's yeah. like there's uh, so many places where that's going to be appropriate uh and so you can see how they all connect or not how how, how songs connect but then every yeah, once in a yeah. while just a line busts out i feel okay. like a lot of it dude is about a breakup or something it seems especially especially widower and the songs thereafter yeah yeah um, in an interview that I saw in the minimal research that I did before we jumped in here, uh, Ben, yeah. Mr. Weinman, the uh, fantastic guitarist as it is, which we need to get to as well, uh, he said that it's called option paralysis because we have so many ways to uh, engorge ourselves with entertainment now. Yeah. You know, phones, video game systems etc podcasts about listening to music <laughs> you know yeah. it's uh it's uh, it leaves you with option paralysis and i can say very wholeheartedly that i'm a victim of that i'm sure that you've yeah, but i think everybody i mean everyone and everyone is now yeah it's easy to do unless you're one of those people that is somehow abstaining from <laughs> society and technology then then you're, you're you've experienced this before then who are you yeah. <laughs> and i mean i've I've been trying to do that more because I've realized the adverse effects that it's had on me. And I think I've told you a little no, bit about this. but bad on everyone, man. Yeah. Uh, I didn't write much over the last year, and I think that partially has to do with, like, how much YouTube I watch. Yeah, yeah. It's so easy to get sucked into anything, and it's free, and everybody uploads, like, 50,000 videos a day. I don't actually know. Oh, uh, it's, like, it's like everyone's ADD from now. Yeah. So. I guess that's why it's cool that... We're actually sitting down listening to music. Exactly. I find this yeah. very beneficial for me, and if anybody at home feels like that you have better things to do, then this would be a good time to shut it off and get some analog playback with your, yeah, with your yeah. record player or whatever. But um, We'll pretend that's how we listen to this. Well, I mean, I wouldn't listen to Dillinger on vinyl, although I, I, I bought the vinyl for yeah. One of Us is the Killer, but I, I should go back and get CDs, because, I mean, this music is so just yeah, hot. yeah. You know, the yeah, production yeah. is wild but uh the lyrics so yeah yeah some of it definitely comes off that way and to plug back into the whole like tacked on the wall kind of singular line thing and all of this one of the lines in uh i think the second track is suicide by way of information yeah stuff like that where <laughs> it's, it's very clear what he's talking about and i also uh find a lot of his music to be very accusatory um a lot of modern music is written from the point of view of or is written from first person most yeah. music that you listen to on the radio is like i did this and you did that yeah you know, i yeah. and that and blah 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 and um traditional music in a lot of circumstances is just talking about some person doing something so more of the third person yeah. and i find it interesting that so much of his music is written second person he still does a lot of i was this but it's very largely you did this you uh Hey there, you fucking bum. <laughs> you know, uh... It's... it's. I get what you're saying. Yeah, no, yeah. He's, he's not, uh... I he, find... he isn't talking about his feelings for about half of this. 
It's more. It's still his feelings, but it's 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 so much more. You did this than most music that I've ever heard. Yeah, it's, it's not as whiny as you would think. Yeah, I'd like to see how many times the word "you" is written in his music yeah. compared to the average of other. Oh uh, yeah, there's like artists. a line like "You're you are the scum of the earth." You were a face in the crowd. I threw myself onto you. I tried to take you away. You know. Yeah. That's Widower, by the way. Yeah. The first one. You, you probably knew that. You didn't know that. He said pointing to the microphone as if the audience could respond. Anyway, um, so there's definitely a lot that sounds accusatory as in you are destroying yourself by doing the things that you're doing. Yeah. Which is a lot of his music anyway, or a lot of his lyrics. Yeah, yeah. And then, yes, a lot of it feels like it's about some sort of breakup. I mean, Widower is kind of a, a strong title in and of itself for that. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, it's also just hard to tell based on a first listen, first reading, and I'm not the greatest literary critic anyway. I find it fascinating, but, I mean, very it's very word collage There's a lot of depth to the lyrics, I'd say. Yes, definitely. Uh, I think Room Full of Eyes, that's track seven, I think. Uh... Yeah, that sounds right. It's six or seven. Let's let's not count. Numbers are dumb. It uh, I think that has something to do with trying to avoid public attention. Yeah. Which you could take for him personally or anybody because even like people we barely know can find out so much information about us because we just put it out there, and then they uh, can find other things that we don't want them to find out from that. So I think. That one has stuff to do with that, like, this is none of your business, there is nowhere to hide, in a room so full of eyes, until we die, we're never satisfied, stuff like that. Yeah. Very potent lines. So yeah, I, I, uh, I really respect his artistic vision as a singer and as a lyricist. And I guess yeah, now, which yeah. we should mention as a poet, because he has a book coming out Soon. in March, I believe, yeah. That yeah. Was, it was written on their last tour because their last album was decidedly their last album before the tour and uh, that was a big emotional uh, experience for all of them probably yeah no, I imagine that probably sucked there's a there's a very interesting interview where he talks about that book so if you look up his name Greg Pusciato book it'll probably come up I bet it'll be out before this is Published? I think it's March. But, yeah. Uh, I don't know, we'll see. Yeah, I'm gonna pick it up. It's gonna be super yeah, cool. Yeah, that's cool, man. Uh, so yes, lyrics? Good. I like the lyrics. Yeah. From what I can understand, and even though I can't understand <laughs> a lot of it, it it's it says more than it needs to, even if you don't understand a damn word of yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> even the... Yeah, I'd say, like, the way with his vocal parts, I mean, the... I feel like the stuff he had to actually say, the point he was trying to get across was pretty much covered in his singing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and then the stuff he was screaming was just his actual anger regarding the situation. I like it so much whenever he sings, and since I'm not a big metal yeah. dude anyway, it's, it's his, really nice uh, to hear him actually go after it. His screams yeah. are very, uh, I don't know if you did, they're powerful, I would yeah. say. Okay, well, I guess this is a, a question that I want, I hate these kinds of questions, but I want to ask your opinion, because I saw it in a review where somebody yeah. was like, the hardcore people and the technical metal people, it's hard to mix the two, but this band does the thing. So, 
somebody said that these guys are in between hardcore and technical metal. The iTunes thing called the CD punk when you popped it in. I hate all of that descriptor attempt to yeah, say something. Yeah, no, that sounds a lot, dude. What do you think? Because I know that you use more of those adjectives than I do. And I know you, you know how much I hate them. <laughs> I don't know, man. Um... You don't have to agree or disagree with Dude, me. Dude, uh, yeah, I've gotten to that point really where everything's like... I'll separate metal and rock. I, I think it's wrong to put those two together, mm. but... Um, I, I think it falls under metal. Okay, yeah. Yeah, just just metal in general. We don't need to get technical. And that shit's kind of stupid anyway. Ah, that's so gratifying. Yeah. Like the AC. <laughs> it's fine, I don't care. But, um... You know, I'll, I'll admit, though, um, about the rap genre, they don't really have much subgenres in it. In comparison to, like, metal and EDM. Oh, know? yeah. yeah I, for, for what it is and how many different types of styles. And, yeah, I'm sure there is, like, a yeah, book I, of them, but it's not relevant enough. Mumble rap or whatever, all the different... I don't know. I don't know about it either. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So... Sick. Yeah, because, I mean, people people still dog on me about that, and I'm sure that whenever we have other people back on, we're going to get into that discussion. Yeah, but, I mean, <laughs> whatever, dude. It's, that's a battle some people can find, but... It's heavy. It's, we can yeah. say that it's heavy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, what, dude, the guitar playing. Any, yeah, any guitar yeah, player yeah. is going to be interested in this record because he is super crazy, and a lot of... It's fast, man. Well, even the... The recording and production, dude, his tones are real... Yeah, super clean. Yeah, it's just really clean. I mean, you can hear every detail of him playing. Yeah, I'd recommend any guitarist look more into him. He has a signature that's really astonishing. It is a super expensive bridge. He, I think he helped make the Evertune bridge, too. Wasn't it partially his... Design? I honestly have no clue on that, but I should. Okay. Uh, yeah, I th yeah. think so. And oh, yeah, I can look it up. To the internet! And um, <laughs> all of... There are so many super fast passages in this record, but they, they're not really prominent, ever. He doesn't... No, nah, I would say, dude, there was only one guitar solo in yeah. this, and it was the, just a quiet outro. He doesn't show off his... I mean, he still shows off his chops. I don't think he couldn't, but it's it's not... Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you can hear how clean it is, because, I mean, for how fast this music is, like, I listen to a shit ton of like death metal that's just as fast if not faster but you can't really understand the guitar parts you, yeah, yeah you just kind of hear the fuzz and the kick drum and bass are what's really giving the definition but with this everything not, had its own definition and also most of those kick yeah. drums aren't even real <laughs> well yeah well you can go old school death metal where it just kind of sounded like shit <laughs> <laughs> not everyone but a lot of yeah. bands did um uh, what were you looking up again uh, we're looking up if Ben Wyman created or oh Evertune has Evertune. <laughs> what did you think of the bass? I heard it some. It wasn't. It's not important. It just yeah. It really was. I mean, it's, it was there. It had its. Purpose, it's clean. But... It does what it needs to do. And there's like one point where it's just drums, bass, and vocals. So the guitar completely drops out, and that's effective. And the bass tone is fantastic. It sounds nice and heavy but not so distorted that you can't understand it but there's yeah. not really much to say about it i don't feel which 
as a bassist isn't sad either. He's just he's doing exactly what he needs to do. He's laying it down. So he has a signature ESP guitar with the Evertune. It's so handsome. Uh, yeah, it's pretty cool looking. Yeah, I guess it doesn't say, but he does have a rig rundown where he talks about it. Oh, wait. Ooh. Nope. That doesn't necessarily... I don't think he had anything to do with it. But he's definitely a strong advocate for it. Uh, yeah, he uses it. Uh, I can't believe that everyone should use them. They're badass. Yeah, many heavy guitar players out there, if you can afford a super expensive Evertune bridge, I mean, if you're running around like he does, it's super helpful. Dude, like... One thing interesting, man, they're playing like standard tuning or drop D. Right, yeah. The, yeah the, one of the two. Both. Um, yeah, I think, I think they switch around. I think this entire album was standard, though, which... Yeah, yeah. It reminds me of what, uh, to quote my brother, to quote <laughs> the singer <laughs> of Otep. No, Opeth. 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 Yeah, apparently he once said, is your riff heavy or are you just playing in a low tuning? Which, uh... Yeah. Yike. But it doesn't... Queens of the Stone Age sometimes play in C standards or something. I have a lot of bands drop, dude. So, like, I mean, Deftones, they use H strings. Eh, yeah, so it's this really proves that you don't need to be in a low tuning to be heavy if you don't want to. It's just a matter of what you want to do. And in terms of their entire character, I think that I could consider them one of the heaviest bands out there. Not in terms of like, how loud can you yeah, whack at it? But not how, like bass rumble, but they're just... They, they have an impact. Yeah, their character makes them heavier to me. Or maybe I just yeah. like them better, so I'm willing to give them more accreditation. I, I do... I would say... I mean, I would think of it as, like, like really loud punk. You know, loud, loud screaming punk. Yeah, that's fair. Which, you know, the, the same feeling of that, but with metal tones, metal... Like, the, dr the drums kind of make it real metal style the production style definitely does not yeah. have what most people would equate to punk it sounds really clean yeah yeah what about their earlier stuff i would say they were more punk from mm -hmm. what i remember as they got further and they got more clean yeah well no the thing is is he sang a lot in the older stuff though he did yeah oh really yeah no they, they always had clean singing Oh, that's crazy. I don't know about the first album, but... I need to do some... I need to listen to more of... So there's Miss Machine and Ironworks. I know those really well. Right. And there, there's clean singing on both of them. Oh, cool. Well, one of the songs uh, on... Uh, uh, so, uh, Joey left the ESP site open on his page, and it said he's a founding member of the Dillinger Escape Plan, but he calls... This website calls the Math Core... Oh, it hurts. I'm so upset now. Ah, uh, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that... I mean, I guess that would be the more official... No, don't. Thing, That's not a thing. That, yeah, it's still kind That's of That's a waste of space. Yeah. They play in... They play in time signatures that change. That's not <laughs> math. Everything's math. Nothing's math. It makes... Yeah, okay. all, all music's math. Uh, okay. What were you going to say? I interrupted you. Ah... Uh. <laughs> I do not remember. No. Oh. <laughs> oh well. Uh, I mean, I feel like I I can't think of any criticism against it. I can't think of anything critical to say beyond that. I guess. I mean, it's just righteous. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> good. I feel like there could have been more like climatic parts, probably. 
Oh, I mean, this is more than on One of Us is a Killer, from what I remember. I'm pretty sure that, yeah, yeah, that entire is. album is just the yeah. the stop. Yeah. Next song! You know? Oh, I just remember what I was going to say. Oh. oh, um, one of, one of the songs off Fireworks ended up on, like, uh, like, Crime Investigation Show or some shit. I can't remember. What? Like, CIS. Yeah, That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Neat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. I would say Disassociation, their last album, had a lot of peak moments. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, from what we've listened to of it, definitely. I need to go through the entire thing. But, uh. Yeah, I mean, all their albums are badass, so. Yeah. I would, re- I would do a recommend. And it, this is. Would you you would consider this one your favorite if you had? Do you, I mean, uh, picking favorites is hard. If you can't pick yeah. one, that's fine. I I can't pick favorite anything, but I say if I was to recommend one album of this band to start with, it would be this one. It has a lot to it. Yeah. You could you could go for a, a good a good while on just this one too. Yeah. Although I you don't really need to do that anymore because if you want to find it, you can just go to your favorite digital streaming service and it's probably there. It won't sound as good, but. Yes. Do, do your thing. If you if you have the privilege and the desire, uh, CD is probably most recommended. They probably yeah. still have some vinyl. Yeah, either or. I mean, uh, people hate on CD, but you do really hear the best quality. Yeah, yeah, it's sure. complete lossless. And yeah. Sounds really nice. Less likely to get it pops. In yeah. There, some yeah. cracks and whistles. You don't have to deal with. Uh, iTunes normalization or Spotify yes. <laughs> compression and like and you feel the difference whether or not you know you do you do well you you hear the dynamic contrast yeah and I feel like I heard it on this really well you need to on something like this yeah. that, that's part of what makes them cool there was an option paralysis.net for a bit but I'm pretty sure that's down uh, we're going to the internet again the artwork is pretty neat but it's mostly just uh, human anatomy with labels on it which isn't to say it's not interesting, but it's I'm not going to be able to describe it well because I don't have any knowledge of visual art. So, yeah, it looks like optionparalysis.net no longer exists, but there's still Party Smasher Incorporated and Dillinger Escape Plan. Well, they went to Sumerian Records for One of Us is a Killer. Oh, they did. And this association. So, I, I don't I'm saying, I think Party Smasher still exists though. Yeah, 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 independent label. Oh, and it has the same kind of uh, logo as the Dillinger Escape Plan with the bars. Yeah, okay. That's yeah, that's cool. cool. Yeah, it's still a thing then. So yeah, Party Smasher Incorporated. Uh, let's see. One of us is The Killer, which is the album after this. Option Paralysis Limited Edition box set with a bunch of shit, but it says it's, it's unavailable. But I bet they have the actual album. Ooh, Dissociation. Yeah, um... You can buy merch here. All right. Directly so yeah. from their label. Party Smasher still exists. Oh, yeah. Can you click on the Dillinger Escape Plan? See what that comes up with? Just the stuff we already saw. Oh, so they don't really have any... Uh... They have an instrumental 7-inch. Oh, that's tight. Can we get it? That's cool. We should buy it. <laughs> that would be cool. <laughs> but, but uh, yeah. So that's... I guess that's pretty much a good place to wrap it up, right? Yeah, I guess we're good. All right, um, if you're looking for ways to support the podcast, you can listen to our music or download something 
from a study in expression. Then we got a Bandcamp, studyandexpression.bandcamp.com, Facebook, YouTube. Um, I have music under Joseph Fisher. Uh, I have music under my project called Note. N-O-T-E, like a musical note. And he just released a new single on our little label. Yes. Change the World. Uh, I played some bass on that, and it's 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 mostly his. It's Our buddy Michael played piano on. Oh it. yeah, Michael DeBellamy, who was on the first episode of this podcast. So, um, thanks for listening. Hopefully, you like the record. If you have any recommendations of stuff you want us to listen to, send it our way. And.